What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the... Oh, man, this is our first episode of the new name. The yes. Cooperators Reviews Couch. Formerly the Mighty Mando's podcast. That's a mouthful. Yeah. But it's exciting because it's, yeah. it's new. We rebranded. Rebranded. Same. The game has changed, but the, but players, the players are still the same. Yeah, they are. Oh, I thought we were going to say that at the same oh, time. Sorry, Gabe. That's okay. Oh, that's, that's okay. I, 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 I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. You're so, Ben. I'm Ben. I'm Gabe. You're Gabe. And we're we gonna... are the hosts of the Cooperators Reviewers Couch. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, this week, we are going to do a little bit of an accelerated episode, which mm -hmm. is a little different for us. We mm -hmm. usually go episode by episode in a mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. But because the next season that we're going to be doing, does or the next show that we're doing, does not start for two weeks, we decided mm -hmm. to do a little in-betweener. Yeah. Uh, so this week and next week, we will be doing The, uh, the Witcher, and we're going to break it up into uh, four-episode chunks mm -hmm. and give kind of a um, accelerated review. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the plot. I don't have a whole lot of lore stuff, because neither of us are really big into the Witcher background. I like the size of their swords. Yeah. And that, that is an innuendo. And that's what I was about to say. You're talking about his dick because it's Henry Cavill and you gotta expect it's probably like a hammer. I approve. Yeah. Um. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So yeah, we're gonna go over this Witcher show. We're gonna do the first half of the show and then in the next episode we're gonna do the second half of the show. And, and then the we're gonna jump into Picard. Yeah. I am stoked for Picard. Make it so. Is that a quote from the original Star Trek? Am I? I, I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to become Star Trek buffs, buffs in the next three weeks. Yes. And we're also going to shave our heads. I'm not shaving my head. I am going to not do that as well, but I... But we have a friend who does have a shaved head who hopefully will join us on this podcast. He kind of looks like Picard. He does. Mm, yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I, it is. I think Pat it is. Stewart? Yeah. Great guy. Handsome man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a compliment. And he's a sir. He's knighted, man. Yeah. Come on. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Sir McCutcheon? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. just trying to think about... Like... Oh. Or Sir the Hurricane. Would he have a sword? I think he gets a sword. He must get a sword. That would be cool. Man, that's awesome. Man, toss All a right. coin to that guy. So, you can find us on iTunes, mm -hmm. Spotify, mm -hmm. Google Play Music, yep. Pocket Cast, and really wherever you get your podcasts. Hell yeah. Um... You can also find us on social media. We'll have all those links in our description. Yeah. Um, and I think from there, we can just kind of go... Plot recap. First well, half of the show. I was going to talk about, you know, sort of discussion like we usually do. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's do a short yeah, discussion. Okay, yeah, okay, we created a thing and... I'm following it. I'm <laughs> reading it, but I rolled up too fast. All right. Let's talk about... Um, so just initial thoughts on the the Witcher first four episodes for well, you. Okay, disclaimer. Fuck me, I'm stupid. So that's the first thing <laughs> we need to acknowledge right away because when I'm watching the show, I watched the first episode, I'm like, what's happening? And then I watched the second episode, I'm like, wait, what the shit is happening? And then I watched the third episode, and I'm like, uh, okay. We have multiple plot points that are on different timelines. And so for me... Again, disclaimer, I'm fucking stupid. So I don't understand what's happening, and I'm, I'm now putting it together. And I have to say, you know, it's a very complex story in some ways, but at the same time, too, it's like, you can kind of piece it together, and I like the little quests that we go on. I like this world. I like swords. I like the British... Oh, that was not that a was British not accent. British. No, I don't know Gabe, what I tried Gabe, to do there. You need to get your I need to get control. my accents under, under control here. Um, but I do like the... I like the color palette, I like the lighting, I like the production, the fighting choreography. Um, you can tell there's like a lot of love put into this show, and I think a lot of love for the fans of the game and the show, and you can tell that Henry Cavill like transformed himself into oh, yeah. 
The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very appreciative of that work. Yeah, and you know, it's not that you're stupid, because I have played uh, two of the games, oh. uh, and I've read the first book now. Very good. Very good book series. I yeah. think that the source material for this is going to give it a lot to work on. Yeah. But it jumped around like crazy. Yeah. And I only actually read the first book after I'd finished mm-hmm. the first couple episodes. Right. Um, and it is confusing. Like, it jumps back and forth. It jumps through time. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I kind of knew an overview of what was happening, because I knew the characters from the games. Okay. So, like, The Witcher 3 was what I've really been playing a lot, especially recently after the okay. announcement of this. I decided to go back and start playing it again. And... The... Yeah, like, you know kind of, like, Ciri's story, and you know Yennefer's story from mm-hmm. that, and you know kind of Geralt's history with both of them. What you don't know is, like, all these side things that are happening. Yeah. But you kind of know, like, what his ideals are, and how he feels about things, and kind of the overall Witcher perspective. Mm-hmm. And, but even with all that knowledge and all that, like, experience with it, I'm still kind of confused like mm-hmm. four episodes in like yeah. things are still jumping around we're going in different times mm-hmm. like what's happening here like yeah. stuff with Yennefer's happening like yeah. crazy fast stuff with Geralt is like just bouncing over because they can't really seem to decide if they want to do yeah. his arc or if yeah. he wants to do like all these like little side things like the game would do right yeah like, yeah going hunting things for different people yeah contracts. and you see these c- creatures and, and, and dragons and they did, the things. creatures look really good I yeah I love it I like I like the again there, you can really tell there's a lot of work and and heart put into this show and so as confusing as as it as it is to watch at kate at times i feel as though i'm also being part of an experience and then the other thing that i really i'm just such a sucker for is the overarching themes of the show and so the ones that are jumping at me is like fate and destiny and then you know i'm a sucker for that all mm-hmm. the time just such a fool for it yeah um so i i'm digging that and i'm uh, i really like things that talk about like prophecies and things coming together and it just yeah, I'm into it. I'm into mm-hmm. it. A lot of nudity. A lot of nudity. Way to go, Netflix. But I mean, that was like that's kind of what the entire thing's about, too, anyways. That like, I did He not... is very much a womanizer in a lot of ways. And Yennefer is a very sexual person as well, mm-hmm. even in the, uh, the game. Okay, two things I am unfamiliar yes. with. Yes. He does like to have sex with witches a lot. <laughs> and you laugh, but he does. A lot. I know, I know, but just it was the way that you said it so plainly. It's just like he has sex with a lot of witches. Like, he okay, does. all right. Yeah. Is there, uh, like, okay. I the just... third game alone, I think you have sex with three or four witches. Okay. Uh, Yennefer being one of them. Okay. And, like, uh, in this one, in the first episode, he bangs the first, uh, the cursed girl. He has a sex with, with, with the cursed girl? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to jump ahead, because I'm not sure if it happens in the first four episodes. Because, disclosure, I've watched the entire season now, because I was trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you watched the entire series yet. I am almost there. Okay. I'm almost there. I know enough to know how this is going to shake down, maybe. But I'm also... I don't think you I do. want... Things in the last two episodes, like, really... I demand changed, satisfaction, so. which is what the witches were probably saying. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, I'm two episodes away from finishing this sucker. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Um, a lot of nudity. A lot of gore. I feel like Netflix, mm-hmm. this is, like, a Netflix... Uh, I think other Netflix shows have, do have gore and nudity, but I feel like for whatever reason, this one, they really doubled down on it. Well, I think that they were trying to make this a Game of Thrones epic, mm. right? They're trying to go with that same line, which was, again, a lot of nudity, a lot of gore, a lot of violence. Um, 
and also extremely confusing. <laughs> cool songs. Cool songs based on a book series. Yeah. By some old white dude. <laughs> mm, love me, love me those people. Yeah. So, but also like huge call followings for yeah. both, right? Like, yeah. so they didn't. I think they were had the opportunity to kind of be a little more confusing because a lot of the people who would originally want to watch this knew all the background, knew all the lore, knew everything about it already. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like our the side people like us who maybe have like a little experience yeah. that are a little confused, but it starts to like kind of tie together as long as you get to a certain Yeah, point. this is interesting for me because now we've done two series where um, these are like huge universes that I fucking have no business being mm-hmm. a part of and I don't really understand them. Um, but as a, somebody who's like, a, I guess, a casual fan of them it's 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 really engrossing and engaging to to see these this yeah, stuff come to life same thing's gonna happen with the third one right mm. star trek i mean i was really big into when i was little mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens when this one yeah like i know a fair bit about the star trek yeah. uh so hopefully that'll be good too uh yeah i think yeah yeah all right maybe um, i will shave my head we'll i see. think we'll go into uh, the plot recap yeah um i'm gonna sing the song uh, maybe not, Gabe. Do you even remember the song? I remember the oh, yeah? song. Yeah. Are you? You want me to do it? Because I'll do it yeah. right now. Okay. He he may not get it all right, but that's okay. Because you gotta listen to the motherfucking plot with Ben Drake. That is not it at all. No, it's not. But it's, I did a pretty I good job improvising it. <laughs> one day, Gabe. Maybe we should just like record it off air, and we can start like inputting it in. I think we tried that, and then it sounded very jarring. Yeah, that's true. How about this? How about how about this? Okay, hold hold on. It's time for an episode of recap with Ben Drake. Ah. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Maybe we're gonna have to workshop we'll, we'll, that. We'll workshop that. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right. So uh, there's a lot to go over. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna open one of these. I think that's. I feel like in order for us to get into this Witcher spirit. Oh, you want to? gonna have a drinky? Yeah. I think. I think. I think. Right. I think we need here. Very, you have one, and oh. I'll have one. Oh. I think that's because like he drinks a lot. It's true. Yes. We should drink a lot. Uh, it's, actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we should just been drunk for this podcast. Oh my god. Like, all right. All right. Okay. New all right, idea. Give us five minutes. Okay. No. Wait. 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 New idea. New idea. Each series we do, we have to eat the food and or like, or or drink something that's in relation to it. Oh jeez. So we don't get drunk, but like. For example, if we were doing The Mandalorian, we should eat some, like, fucking krill or whatever. But, like, oh, I can't well, eat it. That sounds gross. I can't eat it, but you we have to, you no, have we have to, to eat, eat Baby Yoda. Okay, so we eat up Baby Yoda. Sure. Oh, <laughs> we have to eat eggs. We have to eat the suka, suka, suka. Yeah. Okay, and then in The Witcher, there's a lot of drinking and so, sex. I, I could have a sex at you, Ben. But I, 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 Gabe, I'm sorry. You are a handsome man. Yeah. But not handsome enough for me to... Have sex with. Well, wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last time that's said to me, Ben Drake. Yeah. But I will say this. Um, we could also drink. So, hence yeah. the drinking. Yes. And then for Picard, he has the, they eat Earl food. Grey tea hot. Piping hot, Do I believe, they? is what he orders oh. from that machine. So, oh. we'll just drink a lot of Earl Grey tea. Because I remember in the tea. movie, he got drunk a lot, too. He did get drunk a lot. I feel like you're just wanting us to get drunk while we record these things. And I have to be honest with you. That's going to be really hard. Especially because I'm about to get into the plot recap. All right. I'm going to open this. All right. All right. The Witcher is the story of Geralt of Rivia. Um, Oh, damn. That's actually really good. No, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, We start, we open up with Geralt fighting what Mm -hmm. we call Kikimura. Mm -hmm. Kind of looks like a giant spider in the water. Arguably one of the most engaging opening scenes I've ever seen. 
very intense and it <laughs> when it had like the like the shot of the deer mm-hmm. like looking terrified i was like oh damn yeah um from here after killing the kikamora he takes it into oh god balfkin Bal- sorry let me uh, just say, Ben, I'm really glad that you're reading this and not me, because especially this Blaviken, series, sorry, all of these names. Yeah, oh so Blaviken, God. where he meets uh, Renfri, uh, she turns out uh, she is a cursed princess or uh-huh. cursed woman yep. um, who turned into a bandit because of the actions of the wizard Stregobor. Damn it, these are going to be really hard to do, Stray- especially if I'm um, yeah. There's a, uh, he's hunting each of these uh, women down because there was a prophecy about women who were born at the eclipse That's right. uh, that they were going to destroy the world basically and cause massive mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. Um, Stegobor lures Geralt to his hideout seeking him to kill Renfri, but Geralt refuses because he doesn't kill humans, he kills monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stegobor, I think, makes the comparison that because of what she's done, it makes her a monster. Yes. I make the comparison because of what he's done makes him a monster. I agree. I agree. And I think there's this whole thing about, like, uh, we, which I would like to come back to later after the yeah. recap about monsters. Uh, Renfrey then uh, meets up with Geralt and offers a counterproposal, but he also refuses her uh, with an ultimatum. Uh, sorry, Renfrey gives him an ultimatum. He does, yeah. Leave or die. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we get our favorite Witcher quote so far. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Um, sorry, uh, we didn't get this disclaimer at the beginning because we don't usually swear on this podcast, but there's oh going my to be God. a lot of swearing in this We're going to talk about swearing? The sex? Yeah. And the drinking? Um, so she feigns agreements uh, to leave, but upon the next morning after he bangs her, <laughs> bangs her hard, <laughs> uh, she is gone, and he realizes that uh, Renfrey is going on with her plan to go take ca- uh, to take all the villagers captive, uh, unless she- Stegobor comes out to meet her. Uh, he rushes <laughs> over, and uh, after meeting her men who threaten him, he decides to kill them all. Yes, he does. And that's, like, arguably one of the most elaborate fight scenes. Oh, yeah, and I love how they use, like, the powers, too. Like, <clears throat> people might not know, but witchers, they are born of a certain breed, and, like, yeah. they're created. They and so born. for me, like, as someone who didn't know that, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Some so, Jedi shit. Yeah, witches are created, not born, but they also have magic. Mm-hmm. So they use... Uh, like elixirs to like gain powers but they also have magic innately okay that explains something else that comes down yes, the road yeah, yeah. Co- okay so uh, after all this i can go a little bit into like the witch right there's some, but uh, okay we won't go too heavy into it oh also i would like to <laughs> when you said he banged her uh I, why not we just say they spent the night together no they oh. banged the bangs okay i said a bang 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 it a bang and a bang 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 it a bang yeah. Okay. So, um, after killing all of her men in a very brutal fight, mm. uh, f- he fatally wounds Renfrey as well. Yeah. After she dies, Stegobor comes down and wants to take Renfrey's body for an autopsy. Yeah. Uh, Geralt refuses and says that he will kill anyone who touches the body. Yeah. Uh, and we Stegobor, get another fuck line. Yeah. Fuck. Stegobor then blames Geralt and calls him the butcher of Falcon. Yep. Uh, Oh my god, why can't I say this word, Gabe? Uh, of the place. Of the and, place. Um, going forward from there, he actually becomes known as the Butcher of Blaviken. Blaviken. Why, why can't I say that word? I think because of the alliteration of it. Yeah, maybe. It's the double B. So B, what a great That letter. becomes like a really big thing. Even in like the uh, games, he's referenced as that. Mm-hmm. Because that's like a big moment for Geralt. Mm-hmm. 
From there, um, the kingdom, uh, we move over to a different storyline. Yeah. Uh, though it does switch back and forth. So that wasn't just all one thing. It switches back and forth. So in a different time period, in a di- different time period <laughs> and different timeline. Um, we move over to the kingdom of Sintra, uh, which is being conquered by the, uh, Niflgard army, which becomes like a very big thing. They're mm-hmm. called the black ones. They're very big in the games and the things, and they just like rip their way through the North, which is like really unfortunate because Niflgard, it sounds so adorable. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a cute little fuzzy creature. And I, when I first heard it, I was like, Oh my God, they're the good guys. And then I saw what they did and they are not. Yeah, so here we meet uh, Princess uh, Siri. I'm not going to call her by her actual name because no one calls her that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, being sent away by her grandmother, right? Uh, Queen Kalantha. Yeah. Uh, I hate. I'm going to get all these names wrong, even though I know most of them. It's just it's just going to happen. So sorry, listeners. I'm with uh, you. Siri is captured by an guardian officer, uh, but is uh, but the sight of the burning city and the castle triggers her powers allowing her to escape. Yeah. Ciri uh, is also one of these like very powerful women, uh, like the ones who were born at the uh, full moon. Mm. Like She's one of them. Okay. Uh, or she's the daughter of one of them, I think is actually the way it goes. I mean, it was cool to see the power. Yeah, I was is, startled. Yeah, she's badass. Um, in the game, she's even more badass. Like, she can travel through time and stuff. <sighs> Yeah. If we see this shit, if I see this shit in the next two episodes of her traveling through time, it doesn't. I'm gonna shit. Uh, time travel, I don't think happens until she's an adult. Thank Christ. Yeah. She comes to, like, the real world. Because I gotta be honest with you, shows with time travel really fuck me yeah. up, man. Alright, so that was the the end's beginning. Uh, we're gonna move right on to the second episode. Episode two! So this is four marks. Um, Yennefer, I... the hunchback, from Ven... Vankerberg, um, is Great sold... To uh, uh, Tisa. Um, yeah, that sounds right. By her father, and this is a big moment because I mean, this kind of shit obviously happened back then, like mm-hmm. in medieval times. This kind of thing would have happened, but it was still really messed up. Um, she's taken. But it still happens in twenty nine, twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Um, she's taken away uh, for her to start her magical training as she has innate magical abilities as we saw because she teleported herself to meet uh, the mage yes who wanted to bang her straight he's he wanted that <laughs> he wanted to spend the night with her <laughs> but finds uh, it difficult in her pra- in practice um, she makes a friendship with Istred uh even revealing her quarter elf heritage, which is why she has some magical power, because elves were the originators of magic in this land. A cause, uh, a cause of her deformity, unbeknownst to either her master or Stegabor, who is the head of the Wizard Council, I believe, uh, we were, uh, who were using uh, Yennefer and Istrid, respectively, to spy on each other and their masters. So the witches and the wizards aren't always crazy about each other. No. They have different uh, objectives and things, and she's supposed to be like the most power... Her teacher is supposed to be the most powerful witch. Yeah. Later, uh, Yennefer witnesses uh, Tiesa turning three stones into eels to act as conduits powering uh, the tower that they live in with magic. Uh, From here, (laughs) we move back to Geralt. Jumped the timeline jumped, again. Jumped everything. Motherfuckers. Geralt is hired to investigate grain theft in Podos- Posada uh, and is followed by 
one of my favorite characters. Also played by me. Nah, you wish. I mean, the bard. I do wish it was played by me, but like basically, if you ever wanted to sum up me, yeah, I'm the, I'm the bard. I'm, yeah. I think I'm the bard. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, they encounter uh, a Sylvan. Except oh, Torque. Oh, oh. I would say I'm the bard, minus the uh, getting all the ladies. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they meet up with, or they encounter a Sylvan named Torque who knocks them unconscious and takes them to his <laughs> mountain cave. Which you're like, oh, geez, what's going to happen up in this mountain cave? Yeah. That's I not assume... what you think. Not you... banging. <laughs> you mean spending the night? Uh, well, they do spend the night, but not in that way. Oh, my God. There, old Geralt meets um, the Elven King and urges he lead his people to a better land after being banished by humans. Yeah. Uh, in the lore, all elves were banished and a lot of them were murdered. Yeah. Genocide, basically. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. I uh, felt really like, messed up relationship. I felt like this moment was really sincere and the writing of it wasn't too um, exposition-y. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I was a fan. After getting free, instead of ki- or sorry, instead of killing them, uh, the Elven King re- frees Geralt and uh, just Yeskir. Oh man, maybe I shouldn't have had some of these drinks. Uh, uh, it's making these words even harder. I'm having a great time. Taking the former uh, words to heart, uh, Siri. We're now jumping again. Timeline. Timeline. Siri encounters Dara, a boy in the woods, uh, who guides her to a refugee camp. Dara returns to save her as the camp is attacked later by the Nifgardian forces, and she realizes that Dara is actually an elf. Yeah. Where the fuck did he come from? Just the forest. Okay. Yeah, just doing his thing. All right. Being nice. Nice nice character. Um, So... If we're going to go from the books, all these events are things that happened in The Last Wish so far. And I think until about the fourth episode, uh, where we start to move out of those. All right. All right. Episode three. Mm-hmm. Betrayer Moon. Yennefer and Istrid uh, become lovers. And they straight bang all the time. Even though they're supposed to be spying on each other. I guess in a way they are spying on each other. Am I would, right? Am I, I right? I mean, yes. Um, while they finish their training, um, while Yennefer Yennefer has the chance to transform her body into the, her ideal image, um, upon her uh, upon her graduation, the Brotherhood of Sorcerers discuss the allocation of the newly in- initiated to their respective kingdoms. But th- oh, uh, through Stegabor's scheme, Yennefer is assigned to Niflgard instead of her preferred uh, Adrian due to her elven blood. Realizing that what happened, Yennefer angrily breaks up with the with Istrid because he had been spying and uh, told them about uh, the Elven blood. Um, knowing it was only he who could have told Stegabor because he was the only one who knew about her blood. Mm-hmm. Having missed graduations, Yennefer undergoes a painful transformation to become beautiful at the cost of her fertility. Yennefer charms Adrid's king at the banquet. Uh, and dance. I want. I really wish I could go to one of these dances. Like they, they look really, they look class like, and fancy. They look like a good time. There's a lot of food. Yeah, a lot of food. A lot of drinks. A lot of drinks. A lot of dancing. A lot, lot of, of fancy. A lot of great like vibes. Yeah. I would do it yeah. for sure. I would just be the. Per- I would be. You know what I'd be? The jester in the corner dancing by himself. Nice. That would be me having a great time. 
Having charmed uh, the king of Adrian, she becomes his advisor, uh, sending Fringilla to Nifigard instead. Mm -hmm. This becomes very big later. Yeah, that's a huge move. Power yeah. move. Geralt enters the kingdom of Tamaria, investigating a monster, and is assisted by Triss Marigold, another witch that he's banged yep. uh, multiple times, uh, who is King Fulstead's sorcerer advisor. Yeah, this, it's at this point that I realized the storylines are switching back and forth. Because yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Who the fuck is this guy? What yeah. the fuck is he doing? And so then I realized we got If different... you look at this part, um, sorry to go on thing during the plot recap this is very much in the future because he talks about the princess yes he couldn't save yes which was uh the girl from the first one yes right? and that's why i was feeling all sorts of fucked because yeah. i was like what are we talking about here yeah so he didn't he goes and identifies the monster as a oh that's gonna be one shit shit sh, mm, shit which is basically just like a corrupted human uh um, he was dead of, like died at birth me. Yeah, corrupted you and died. Very different. <laughs> it was basically like an aborted child who became a monster. It's me. Yeah. It's intense. Me. No, no, Gabe. You can't even joke about that. <laughs> I can't. I'm a monster. Yeah, you know. I'm a monster. Uh, a creature born of a curse uh, he discovered was placed by the courtier Ostrist. Few listeners, don't worry about the names. You know, <laughs> no one's gonna get. This also, straight. great job on the creature. The creature is yeah. terrifying. Don't you remind me of? Mm. The witch from uh, Left 4 Dead. Oh. Yeah. Like she, had, she had like the creepy... That's like, a deep cut. Yeah. I or go. even like the girl from The Ring. Kind of like a mix of the two. I think... I think the I, witch. I think the yeah. witch. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a deep cut. Yeah. I like that. Um, he, the courtier first puts the uh, curse on her because he found out that it's... Uh, the, or I guess not the queen, but the king's sister was having an affair with the king. Uh, you know, you got to have that incest in there somewhere, right? Just like Game of Thrones, got to have that incest. I have no comment on that. Yep. Uh, using uh, Ostris's bait, Geralt battles and to contain the monster until dawn, which lifts the curse. We then switch again. Siri mm -hmm. enters a dense forest in a trance that Dara follows her to help. I like this forest. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And that was the end of episode three. That was episode three. Now we're on Hopefully, hopefully all of our viewers are following along and understanding my very complicated and awful... Essentially where we're at is we got these quests happening. We got this princess that needs help. We got a fucking... We got a witch who's transformed her body. We got a fucking... We got a witcher who's like doing all sorts of shit accompanied by a bard. Yeah. Who has... Who has great songs. Who has great songs. Very charismatic. Yeah. Happens to have a lot of women he spends the night with yeah and most of them have husbands that's a problem yeah that's a, that's a problem all right on to the <laughs> banquets uh, of banquets bastards and burials having served adrian for three decades oh my god okay so we are transferring forward in time three decades now i know that's why yeah. at this point i was like hold the fucking phone yeah yennefer escorts the queen uh when they are suddenly ambushed by an assassin the assassin follows them through multiple portals, which is a sweet fight. And that monster thing he has is terrifying. That sequence was was really. Like, I was I was like I hope this doesn't go bad. Like it t it took knife hands to a whole other level. I didn't see it. Hey, what? I'm just messing. With you. I was like, what? You've seen these episodes, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, following them through multiple por- portals, finally killing the queen. Uh, although Yennefer escapes uh, with Callus' newborn daughter, the baby dies from a thrown dagger uh, that happened during the portal scene. Which is rough. Yeah, that's like that's, Dobby level rough. That, that scene, no, it's not even Dobby level rough. It's just rough. Like well, Dobby, exactly Dobby level, Dobby level rough is like I'm traumatized and I'm crying in yeah, the tub true. with the shower on cold. That's true. And but it's like exactly how Dobby dies. With the shower on cold? Yeah. And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Basically a Saturday night for me. Oh, jeez. Oh, you totally <laughs> spiked it there. You were way too close to I know. I'm so Come sorry. Um, Geralt accompanies uh, Yaskier to the b- brothel. <laughs> sorry. Betrothal. <laughs> feast. Uh, uh, of Princess Pavetta. Queen Calanth's daughter. So... At this point, we have also gone back in time again. So we went th- four, three I decades, and right back. I was hella unhappy when this happened. Yeah. Um, Urchin of Erlenwald interrupts and demands the Pavetta's hand through the Law of Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a messed up law. In have. case, in case you're wondering what the Law of Surprise is, I think you got to break it down for us, Ben. Yeah. So the Law of Surprise is basically when someone helps someone else in this universe, they can claim something at the moment, or they can claim Law of Surprise, and that means that whatever this person gets that's like out of nowhere, like very surprising to them, like they didn't know they had. Yeah. This person gets to have it. You do realize that from here on out, now that the show is out, people are going to claim the Law of Surprise. Yeah. Fuck. But that's not a thing now. What do you mean? Like, that was actually, like, a law that they had, like, in their land. Oh, I'm sure. Like, you I'm said sure no. Like, but I'm bad. saying, in 2020, oh, people yeah. are going to call the law of surprise. Yeah. Like, you give someone a ride home, and then they're going to be like, hey, man, thanks, can I use my... No, no, law of surprise. Yeah, but, I mean, it can go either way. So, sometimes it means that it's a, it's a bushel of hay that they didn't know they had. It was uh, a little bit of money that they're given that they didn't know they were owed. Or, in this case, it was a daughter. It was daughter's hand in marriage. All right. Yeah. Um, having saved her father uh, years earlier, he gets to claim this law of surprise. Urchin suffers from a curse that transforms him into a hedgehog slash man creature. Adorable, by adorable. the way. It was adorable. Despite Pavetta's acceptance, Kalanth refuses a brawl and a brawl ensues. When Kalanth tries to kill Urchin, Pavetta activates her power that she has. Mm-hmm. She's like one of these cursed ones that have like crazy amounts of power. Yeah. Unleashing a maelstrom uh, until Geralt and Musak intervene. Wanting her daughter happy, Kalanth marries Dunny and Pavetta, which lifts Dunny's curse. Dunny's thankful and Geralt for Geralt's aid and insists he takes a reward. So one big thing about Geralt is he does not believe in destiny. He doesn't believe in any of that crap. He does yep. like they don't believe in luck. He doesn't believe in anything. So I think partially as a joke. Yeah, he, he, does, says, he totally does. Yeah, so jokingly, he invokes the law of surprise. And everyone gets pissed because, like, you have now... You, you've you brought chaos and, like, stuff to this kingdom because of this. Well, except for, like, we all know what that surprise is going to be. Yeah, because almost instantly, the crowd then immediately learns that Pavetta is pregnant with Denny's child. Which, which has, like... I have so many questions. So many fucking questions In about the present... Uh, so now we move back to the present. Like, how did that... That was the Immaculate Inception. No. Her and Dunny had been banging. Oh, my God. Yeah. They've been spending the night with each other? Yeah. 
I love. I just keep saying that. <laughs> it's not gonna catch on, Gabe. It's gonna catch on. So we're back to the present now. Nifko forces resume their pursuit of Siri, uh, with Musak uh, as their prisoner. Meanwhile, Siri and Dara encounter Queen Eth Ethne and her dryads in the forest. While uh, Fringilla and Kahir. Uh, track series last location mm. and that brings us to the end of the fourth episode I think of the four episodes episode four had the most happened that was like really impactful I agree I agree to I the think plot that is... to the plot it did I enjoyed episode three with the monster mm-hmm. I really like that um, and I think it's at this point too where the overarching themes for me that come out is the first one that stands out is this thing of monsters who mm-hmm. really is a monster is it the creatures that the witcher's hunting or is it the people yeah and so i got a real mary shelley frankenstein vibe from this whole thing about who truly is a monster is it the creators or is it the creature and we have to not do nothing but look at ourselves for that mm-hmm. other thing i like about this that's an overarching theme we talked about is the destiny fate kind of pl- playing its aspect to you know is it just coincidence is it circumstance and then the third is this idea about superficialness so what things appear on the outside are not actually what they are mm-hmm. and i think we get a really clear example with yennefer with yeah. her transformation she's more than this person but she does change herself yeah and yet she doesn't really change herself because she's still who she is mm-hmm. so i think there's a lot of complicated uh not complicated there's a lot of nuanced themes that are happening here yeah what did I you think, notice uh, there was a lot of things in this that i think really played into like what made it a good show and I think what made people compelled to watch it. I think that the action was great. I think that the way that they dealt with the monsters and dealt with that kind of aspects mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was really good. I think the lore isn't so overpowering that people who haven't seen or watched or played the games um, yeah. and read the books can't catch on really fast. Sure, yeah. It's just the jumping back and forth, I think, that really gets people in this series. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, by the fourth episode, you kind of see what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. You see that... Uh, Geralt is the kind of person who would rather not make a choice than to choose a side, which is like really big for like especially the first episode. Yeah, it totally. Is. And only made a choice to do something once he saw that people were effect- being affected by it. Yeah, and like a lot of happy accidents come out of this show. Mm-hmm. And in the first four episodes, like we get the the like I'm pretty sure they wrote it off as like it, it'll be kind of cool, but like whatever, it's just a cool thing. And that is the song "Toss a Coin mm-hmm. to the Wisher." Like, I don't think people thought it was gonna get the the carry on the livable afterlife that it got and it's just so fucking catchy yeah it's so good i've i've heard every kind of version of it i've heard metal versions a metal version yeah there's a beat saber for it oh my god like it's it's good um we're probably gonna do one for like the intro for this episode yes so if you already you if that's true then you've already heard it (laughs) oh yeah you know what's up but yeah, I think that this last episode, especially, I know I like kind of skip through all the plot stuff. Like I would definitely suggest watching this show and like getting like what the episodes actually are. If you haven't already seen it, I'm sure you have if you're watching or listening to this episode. But yeah, it does require you to actually not in put the, it in the background. That's for sure. In the fourth episode, a big thing was that um, during the banquet, like there's a lot of like random stuff that happens. But a big thing is that when he claims the law of surprise, it's very big that people are like, if you don't honor this, like, you'll bring wrath upon your kingdom. It'll do all these, like, crappy things to you. And she says, yeah, that's fine, but I don't care. So she sends off people to, like, kill him. Yeah. 
And not only uh, does Geralt jump in to, like, kill all these guards who and, like, people who are going after the guy because yeah. it's like, this is the law of the land. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do this kind of can't thing. Can't fuck with it. Uh, but also the King of Skelga comes in to his aid because he's like, no, you can't. Like, this is the overall law. Your husband made the choice. And she has a great quote when he says that. And it is... I bow to no law made by men who have never born a child. Because she thinks that her it's ex-husband pretty, it, yeah. was an idiot. Yeah, it's a, it's a very powerful line, and I dig it a lot. I yeah. think there's a lot you can unpack with that line. I think there's a lot to be said about it, even, like, today. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the current laws that are happening in the United States. Um, I think there's a... It's a really... That's what I like about the show, too, is it's got a lot of really complex characters... And especially a lot of the women are quite complex. Yeah, I really like that the women are very strong in this, too. Like, they do have, like, some of that... Some of them are kind of, like, the damsel, but... At the same time, like, when we go into this forest full of the dryads, like, they are very powerful. And it's, like, a society of women who are, like, ready to fight. Uh, Siri, even though she's, like, on the run, is still a very powerful character. Uh, the queen, who eventually does die. Like, mm-hmm. we see her die. I think in the first episode. In the episode. first episode. And, yeah. but she was, like, known as, like, like, Garrett, like, a butcher. Like, yeah. she would be, like, on the front lines fighting with her husband. Uh, she was known as, like, one of the most powerful people in this land. Um, she was also known by her people of, mm-hmm. like, being a terrible leader. I think for me what I like about it is there's just a lot of depth to the characters, mm-hmm. and it's not so one-sided into one way or the other. Like, yeah. it's not, we're going to give all of these male... Um, traits to this female character or we're going to give all these feminine traits to this one character it's really carrying a lot of and I guess that's what I really like about maybe it's like it's subversive about this because we are pretending like it's this time period of back in the day Mm -hmm. and that time period had a lot of gender roles and gender norms and a lot of heteronormativity and in this show it kind of does a lot of subversion of just saying like fuck you it doesn't really matter. We're just mm-hmm. writing good characters and good things. And I don't know if that's what the video game was like. Yeah. But I, I'm i enjoying that. I enjoyed that aspect. Yeah. In the game, the women are, again, some of the most powerful characters mm-hmm. you meet, right? I mean, they're all, like, Bane, Geralt, but, I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, they're spending the night, so. Uh, one thing I'm going to go on right now is with uh, Henry Cavill and Geralt. Mm-hmm. They made him look almost exactly like he does in the game. Like Really? Yeah, like, even, like, in the first, very first fight, you see him, like, white, and the veins and everything. Uh, that's from the elixirs. When he takes okay. elixirs, he starts to, like, become demon-y. And, like, oh, monster. Okay. But, like, they captured all that so perfectly, like, one-to-one. I feel like you really jumped into that role, and... I don't know if he's... I, I mean, I. Sh- that's the one thing I regret before coming into this episode is not doing a little bit more research on Henry Cavill's um, method into getting into this character. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if he was a fan because the way he transformed himself into the Witcher, I've, it's almost like Heath Ledger Joker level. Mm-hmm. Or Marlon Brando Godfather level of yeah. just like a complete transformation... Or, like, Charlie Theron monster. Like, just such a, a transformation that, like, I didn't know it was him. Yeah, but you and you believe that he is 
Gotcha, really, yeah. There are some roles that, like, you see people do that are just... they That defines their career. Yeah. And I feel like this is this well, is Henry Cavill's kind of thing. Superman. I, but that's the thing, though, right? Like, what a, what a blessing for his career to be both... Yeah, Superman and The Witcher. Yeah. Uh, and to be convincing in both. Yeah. Like, I and think that's, that's pretty weird, rare. It's weird, because, like... Like knowing some of what he's done, like he was in Mission Impossible as like mm-hmm. the main uh, antagonist. He was Man from in... Uncle. Who? Uh, it's a spy movie. Okay, so personally, I know him from three things. Mm-hmm. I know him from Mission Impossible. I know him from Superman, mm-hmm. and I guess the Justice League series, mm-hmm. and I know him from this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is like three huge things to put on your resume, and I cannot wait until I see him in more things because I have just absolutely fallen in love with this actor like he is amazing i think that he's got range i think that he's going to continue to like build out who he is as an actor and i'm excited to see him like move forward because i think that he could be like like the next i don't know i don't know like, just a big just a yeah, very just like very, the, very the next big actor right? yeah um and i it's he's got that look for like both like he could mm-hmm. be in a chick flick very easily. Yeah. But he also is like the next action hero. He's like, yeah. It mm-hmm. just I'm very impressed by him and I'm very happy to see that he's like making his way in the career. Uh, and becoming like the major superstar I think he deserves to be. It's pretty cool. It's uh, it's really neat to see him transform himself. I think going into a little bit of the lore, like I said I would with the Witchers. So like I said, Witchers aren't born, they're created. So Witches are taken as children and usually sold or they're orphans and they're taken in and they go through rigorous tests and like mm-hmm. and um, transformations. So they're actually mutated uh, through mutagens and that kind of thing to make them more powerful, to make that gives them their the yellow eyes that they have, like the cat eyes. It makes it so that they don't die when they take these uh, yeah. elixirs and potions that make them stronger and they're they were first created to like you know fight monsters and uh, protect the different uh, training areas. So like Caramoran, which mm-hmm. is where he's from. Yeah. Uh, and there's not just like one type of Witcher. So there's different uh, areas. So like there's he's part of like the wolf faction, but there's also like a cat faction, a bear faction, and like. I'm different... sorry. There's a cat yeah. faction. Yeah, they're really bad. Me. They're like assassins. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so like. They were made to be these, like, warriors and be very resilient. And at one time, they were respected, but after people became afraid of them, right? Mm. Because of these mutagens, because of, like, they were powerful yep. and magic and yep. that kind of thing. So it's very interesting, like, that social dynamic that they're given. Mm-hmm. Because they're, even now, like, they're used, and people, some people really respect witchers, but some people are afraid of witchers, some people hate them. And you can really get that through this series. Like, yeah. Like, the queen was like all about it right she was like i really like this witcher he was very famous uh but then you go into like these towns like the first one like they're like yeah. really like get out of here witcher we don't watch your kind here and i think we see that in episode two in the beginning in the opening sequence where he's at the bar and they're just like fuck you yeah and well that happens in uh, the first one too yes and yeah, in yeah. the first episode too yeah yeah it's really intense mm-hmm. it's like this yeah and that's why the bard is so interesting because he like makes witcher in or Geralt into this like almost household name through his mm-hmm. songs and his adventures hence toss a coin to the witcher exactly and that's like saying in the second one yeah and he's hated in that bar until they start singing the song and they're like he's the white witch yeah or he's the white um 
No, it's not a witch. Um, oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. Wolf. White wolf. White, white, white wolf. And, like, it's very interesting to see, like, that... Because that happens now in, like, real life, too, right? Like, someone can be vilified until something, like, brings that person out or brings that society out. Right? Yeah, and I think that kind of... It kind of goes stories. back to that thing about, like, it's it's all about superficialness kind of like you're you look at someone at face value but realistically maybe you're maybe you shouldn't yeah maybe it's like spinning look. a story yeah and also right? redemption second chances and, and yeah. again the question becomes like who's the real monster is it really that person or is it the other people that are yeah. doing the the judging mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes this show quite complex yeah um and it'll be fun to talk about the second half too because I think I think there are other themes that really get launched in the second half mm-hmm. that the first half doesn't really touch on. So. Yeah. Um I think other than that, I think again, watching it all the way through makes it make more sense. Um I found that this was a lot like Game of Thrones at the beginning where I found it very hard to get into the first episode even sure. and be like do I want to continue watching this? Right. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? Let's give it a chance. Let's go through this. Let's do the podcast about it so that, like, it gives me a reason to get all the way through it. Yeah. And as much as, like, it is convoluted and stuff, I have really... I've enjoyed it. I don't think it's something that I'd go back and watch again after this. Mm-hmm. Maybe when the second one comes out and I have to, like, get some backstory and stuff. But it was enjoyable for what it was. I think, and Yeah. I think that it didn't need to be more than it was. Yeah. Right? I think for me, it just you can tell there's a lot of love put into this show. Mm-hmm. They really worked their asses off. Everybody on the crew worked their asses off. The cinematographers, the lighting, props and costumes, hair and makeup, um, location scouting, the choreographers, like all of it. You can tell that there was... they A lot of these people... Whoever it is that, that is... The, and fuck, maybe we should have done that research. Whoever the showrunner is for this, really captured the imagination of the crew to say let's jump into it let's make this happen mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what i really appreciate about and it was this. a really long in development like it was two years in development for yeah. the episodes right yeah. so that's a huge amount of time to like be working on one project it's a lot for, of pre-production man uh but a it lot was of worth storyboard it, right yep um yep. one thing i i think maybe the last thing before we start wrapping up because uh, i think we're coming up around the time yeah oh yeah we're good one. Yeah, we're almost at an hour now. So, one thing I want to discuss is Geralt's, like, outview on a couple things. Mm-hmm. So, one thing is about Destiny. Like, he really yeah. scoffs at it, and he's like, I don't, give a, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about Destiny. I don't care about any of your laws, like, mm-hmm. any of that kind of stuff. This is, this is what the world we live in. This is what has happened. This is what's happening. That's where I'm living. I'm living in that world. I'm living reality. Right? Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's fate that that happens. It's like, no, you made this happen. Right? Like, the whole thing about the beginning with the prophecy. Yep. He, like, talks about it in such a demeaning way to Stegabor. Yep. And, like, says that prophecies are usually crap created by people who are insane. Mm-hmm. Basically is what he says, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, most prophecies don't come true until someone makes them come true. Yes. Right? So, looking at that, like, even uh, Renfrey talks about that. It's like, I only became a monster because they made me into a monster. Right. Because I was hunted as a child and I did what I had to do to survive. Yeah. The only reason I've killed so many people yeah. is because I've had to do that to survive. Yeah. And it brings you, like, that kind of, like, thinking really is what Geralt is like. Yeah. Right? He's like, this is how it is. You made this happen. This isn't fate. And then you even look at, like, Law of Surprise when that came about. Right. He's like, I don't care about your Law of Surprise. I don't give a fuck. Like... I 
I'm going to claim it because I don't. Like, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a throwaway. And then it becomes so big. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes his entire life at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, almost like a shift there, too. Because knowing from, like, the game stuff, he's connected to Siri in a... Not just, like, a fatherly way, but, like, a metaphysical almost way. Sure, like, yeah. It's, like, really... His entire life becomes this girl. Yep. Right? And we can even see, like, when she's told to go find Geralt Rivia, um, that it's, like, that bond that goes beyond anything. Mm-hmm. And he... I mean, I don't want to spoil it too much for the next thing, but he f- goes off, and that becomes his journey, too, is to find her. Mm-hmm. Right? As she's trying to find him. Yep. And, like, he goes back and like tries to find her and like he is rejected uh by the queen which is why a lot of people think that Nifelgard came up and laid waste to Sintra right mm. because she wouldn't give him right. a lot of surprise right. and because of that he she brought bad luck and death and destruction upon her right. own nation so right. it's a very like interesting like how they see fate and like how they justify things because mm-hmm. In the medieval times, that's what would have happened, mm-hmm. right? There would have been prophecies. There would have been a lot of superstition and stuff because we didn't understand things like right. science and how things actually work and taking accountability for your actions. Yeah, I mean, but, even in today, like, a lot of people still do the same thing, right? Yeah. A lot of people, uh, even yours truly, thinks about are things meant to be, mm-hmm. how do they roll, what are the signs, and I think it's just, it's one of those aspects of storytelling and just like the human experience that people really love yeah and it's funny because i'm the opposite way because i'm very much on the things happen because of the things that other people do and the things that you do right possibly um i don't really believe in fate or anything like that so it's kind of that weird thing that like Geralt has right like he's like no people have made this happen you have made this happen you just don't want to take accountability for it kind of thing yeah maybe yeah i mean i don't know if it's people don't want to take accountability for it i think for me i always look at it like it's both yeah but you're you're romantic gabe i guess so. you're like a huge romantic so who knows um but yeah i think that his outlook and even going forward like we'll talk about it more but like it's very interesting that he even has a shift and he goes from oh there's another really good quote that i will give uh if I have to choose between one evil or an, and another, then I prefer cho- not to choose at all. Which in yeah. itself is a choice, right? It's the whole. It's also border. It's also borderline apathy too. Yeah. If you think about it, well, which it and that's uh, a quality that I'm not a huge fan of, and that's the one thing that makes me really not a fan of The Witcher. But then as. As the show progresses, I start to... He starts to not become so apathetic. Yeah, I think it's less apathy and more that he doesn't want to get into other people's business. I think that he is there to... He's got to go make money. He's got to slay monsters. Like, that's but his thing. But he's the witcher. But that means nothing, right? Everyone hates him. Well, why should he go help these other people that hate him? Because he's the witcher. <laughs> they aren't superheroes, Gabe. Because he's the witcher. Most of them actually die in the training. Perfect. Most of it's children. Yeah. All die. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's the cost of living, man. Rough. Um, but yeah, I think that because he makes because that's a choice, right? It's a bystander choice. Sure. That's, uh, it's a like a real thing. It's in free psychology, will. It's right? free will. Yeah, but in psychology, like there's the it's like the bystander response. Like, it doesn't affect me, so I'm gonna stay away from it and not make a choice to help. Mm-hmm. And in some way, that like brings you onto one of the sides, right? Because you're making that choice. Mm-hmm. So when he says that, he's still making the choice not to care. Sure. But I mean, going forward, he also changes that 
tune. So yeah, it's interesting. I I'm really yeah. It'll be fun to talk about the second half of the show because things start to kind of tie together and and then there's more questions than answers i think with this show too and yeah you'll kind of start to see where it's going for the next season yeah i know we talked a lot about uh gerald but yennefer is also a really good character so we'll try and talk to her about her a little more well i feel like her art doesn't happen until the second half of the show there's some of it like we learned that like she can't give birth to uh children and that's why she saves the child instead of the queen and like she goes on this really big adventure to try and get back her fertility. Sure, Because yeah. it was taken away But she that. does really turn it up in the second half of the oh, show. Oh, yeah. She becomes crazy. So we will go into more of Yennefer's story in the second half, I think. And, yeah. Other than that, I think we will move on to uh, the next part, which is... Uh, do we have memes? Do you have a meme for us? I got a meme. Hell yeah, I do. This... It's, it's, it's by Reddit user freaking... Witcher memes. <laughs> wow. And uh, the title of this one is, it says, Toss a coin to your Witcher, O Valley of Plenty, at Witcher memes on Instagram. And then it says, it's uh, the title of the, the caption here, it says, My friends, why do you keep singing that same song? Me. And it's a picture of Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker, saying, you wouldn't get it. So I like it. I don't get that meme because I've never seen the Joker. But, oh, you know. Well, that's all right. That's okay, but that's that's one I'm really enjoying right now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple other good ones, but like that one's the one that sticks out. Maybe to we'll me. link to another couple, like the ones that you have into our description below. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So, that's been the Witcher podcast. Part one. Part one. Um. Remember to follow us on social media. Um, hey yeah. We're ramping up our social media right now, so hopefully that'll become a multiple times a week and we'll give everyone updates about what we're doing not just with this podcast but yeah we've launched another podcast that we can talk about on there the cooperators podcast as well as uh, we're going to be launching about two to three more this year so uh stay on our social media and we'll give you more information about that very exciting um and did you like the show not our show i mean it, clearly you kind of like it if you're listening to it but like i hope so i mean who knows i mean if I mean, you, you have made fe- this far if you had feedback i'm down for feedback but did you like the witcher did you like the first four episodes maybe you didn't i want to know tell me inquiring yeah. minds need to know for that you can reach us on social media yeah uh which our links will be down below um but it's facebook.com slash uh the cooperators mm-hmm. uh, we're on instagram.com slash the cooperators and we are on twitter yeah with a very confusing twitter because i did it wrong oh uh we are at twitter.com slash operators underscore the co <laughs> yeah. i love it um the co any, any those. We also use Anchor.fm as our main podcasting yes, platform, and do. on there there's a voicemail feature Ooh. that should be turned on for our episodes that you can actually record voicemails and they'll come to us and we can hear what you have to say. That's hot. Um, maybe if there's a question that you have about uh, us or about the show or about Witcher in general, uh, if you leave the voicemail there, we can put it on air and we'll answer your questions. Me gusta. Um, and then our last way is by email. You can keep, reach us at the cooperators entertainment at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, also, Ben, yeah. did you know that like I'm really good at selling things? Are you? And did you know that you're really good at selling things? So if you happen to be someone who wants to sell stuff, you know, why don't you just give us an email and let us know about any type of products you would like for us to sell on the cooperators? Because, you know, we do have a listener <laughs> we have a couple listeners out there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we do a good job of selling the things. Like, watch, I'm going to sell my socks. Let me tell you, brown socks are the shit. Like, 
they might look like shit, but let me tell you, they aren't shit. They're the shit. See? I buy them. Yeah. I, I sold the shit out of that. If you're listening and you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to give us a five-star re- review on iTunes. It helps us in the algorithms to get seen more. Thank uh, you. And get our word out to more people, uh, as well as giving us a review. And if you give a five-star review, we'll read on air at the end of the episode. Oh, my God. We right? are going to read on air. Yeah, we are. And I'm going to read it in your voice. That's not true at all, unless you have the exact same voice as Gabe, because he's really bad at impressions we learned earlier. I'm pretty good at it. I can oh, do yeah? a... Wait, give us a British accent again. Oh, all of it. All of it. No, that was really bad. No, that's, that's actually kind of bad. Water. Water and all water. She really needs Sugar to sort out her water. priorities. All of it. Hello. How are you? See, that's not bad. Yeah, actually, it, it does get better. Yeah, just gotta go watch some more Doctor Who. And maybe... <gasps> we should do Doctor Who. I mean, after yeah. After Picard. Okay. Yeah. If you like Doctor Who. I mean, I really yeah. like the news Doctor. But yeah, this is not about the Doctor. Um, You've been listening to the Cooperators I'm... Reviewer couch. Oh, you're so bad at this. Oh my god, that's why I'm not in charge of this. That's why you're not in charge of this. Go for it, Ben. Do it again. This has been the Cooperators Reviewer's Couch, and this was our first episode of the Witcher podcast, which we are entitling... Oh man, they got multiple timelines. I was going to call it Toss a Coin. What's it like having sex with a witch? Toss a coin to your witch. <laughs> <laughs>